0: What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to the Dear Heart and the Brain podcast, where we discuss science and science-based tools in everyday life, particularly in neurobiology, exercise physiology, and the nutritional sciences. My name is Jessica Wong, and I am a neuroscience student at the University of Southern California. Today's episode is going to be the last episode of our coronavirus vaccination trilogy, and it's going to be all about what you should be eating before and after your vaccine. Last week, we talked about how sleep and exercise components of the post vaccination journey are super important. And to put the cherry on top, let's talk about diet. So many people wonder whether or not they will feel the under the weather experiences after receiving the coronavirus vaccine due to the rumors and unique side effects that other people experience. In fact, according to the CDC, some vaccine patients experience a low to high grade fever, chills, tiredness, and a headache for a few hours after getting the vaccine. If you want some degree of control in your life after the vaccine, listen up. In this episode, we're going to talk about how paying attention to your diet afterwards will be super important since the foods you consume will play an integral role in your recovery. You can control what you can and cope with what you can not in order to budget for the adequate lifestyle changes when you get the vaccine. Dr. Uma Naidu, who is a Harvard nutritional psychiatrist, shared that it's important to take your diet into account when you get the vaccine in order to reduce any side effects that you may experience. As always, I wanted to mention that this podcast is part of my effort to bring zero cost to consumer public education about science, as it is unrelated to my roles as a personal trainer and as an undergraduate student. In the previous two episodes, we talked about how after being vaccinated, your immune system is busy building antibodies to fight infection. Vaccines are indeed a medical marvel. They allow our immune systems to train the recognition of infectious invaders without making you sick in the process. In Pfizer's and Moderna's COVID-19 mRNA vaccines, they help your cells get the instructions to make a harmless piece of the spike protein of the virus. Our immune system gets really good at recognizing foreign invaders and will build antibodies in the case of encountering these infections in real life. The Pfizer vaccine is 95% effective in preventing symptomatic infection, and the Pfizer vaccine is 100% effective in preventing severe disease, according to the CDC. Scientists are still hard at work investigating how lifestyle factors influence the COVID vaccine response, but many clinicians have derived past evidence from similar mRNA vaccines such as Hep B, influenza, and pneumonia vaccines to draw possible patterns that may influence the effectiveness of the vaccine for COVID-19. The phrase boosting the immune system is probably a phrase that you've heard a lot around, right? This is actually a marketing term that immunologists do not use, and there's a fine difference between things that can boost your immunity, which is actually only through the evidence-based way of a vaccine, versus factors that may decrease or increase the functionality and response of your immune system. And that's where you can take actionable steps for your stress, diet, and sleep to better support your body after vaccination. In a 2020 article published in the British Journal of Nutrition, scientists concluded that healthy eating habits are important for COVID 19 prevention because a variety of micronutrients best support your immune system. Dr. Nadu shares the best five foods to eat before and after your vaccine, which include leafy greens, stews, onions and garlics, turmeric. And blueberries right so leafy greens they have high antioxidants that help fight radicals free radicals Um, stews and soups support our immune system from our gut from the warmth it provides onions and garlic have a load of prebiotics that help feed the good microbes in our gut turmeric is known to combat inflammation and help with brain function just shielding the hippocampus from stress And blueberries, lastly, they're a great source of antioxidants and they can help increase the levels of serotonin produced. Eating a very well-balanced nutrition that is high in protein, vitamins and minerals, such as the antioxidants and fibers from fruits and veggies will help protect your immune cells from being damaged. Additionally, staying well hydrated before and after the vaccine is also really critical. Maria Fauzon, the clinical nutrition manager of The food and nutrition department at the Richmond University Medical Center suggests that a hearty bowl of chicken noodle soup is the ideal post-vaccination meal because the body not only gets its liquid needs right, but your body also gets a a kicked-up notch from the vitamins and minerals from the veggies stewing it with the with the chicken, with the beta carotene from the carrots and and antioxidants from the onions. Moreover. Your gut microbiome plays a large role in the vaccine response. The term human microbiome refers to the collective genes harbored by the collective amounts of microbial cells in your gut. And as you know, the microbiome includes about 3 million unique genes, mostly from bacteria, and the communities of bacteria play a critical role in food digestion, synthesis of essential vitamins, and protection against pathogenic invaders. In fact, the microbiota shapes the immune system during early life and will continue to modulate immunological functions for your physiology. Research studies have shown that a healthy gut microbiome can increase immune responses from vaccines. Fiber-rich diets include and encourage the growth of beneficial bacteria in the in the gut microbiota that can support your immune response and fermented food also right can also enhance the gut microbiomes uh, the gut microbes that support your immune response common probiotic or- organics such as such as specific bacteria strands can be found in yogurt and can improve antibody response to vaccines lastly in addition to serving your own gut microbiome Consuming anti-inflammatory nutrients can be very beneficial to your immune system. Right, highly processed foods high in sodium, added sugars, total fats can fuel inflammation, and systemic chronic inflammation can impair normal function. A Mediterranean diet is known to have anti-inflammatory effects, and this is just the nutrition plan that emphasizes on veggies, fruits, whole grains, healthy monounsaturated fats like those in avocados um, and. Olive oil and the Mediterranean diet also emphasizes on beans and eggs. One study in the Center of Public Health in the United Kingdom even found that individuals over the age of 65 who ate more than five servings of veggies and vegetables, or, or sorry, veggies and fruits per day, had a, had a stronger immune response for for a pneumonia vaccine than those who only ate two servings or less. A lower glycemic load diet will help keep your blood sugar steady, which is associated with anti-inflammation too. This includes foods such as green veggies, most beans, whole grains, berries, apples, lean proteins, eggs, and nuts. Well, that's all I have for you in our episode today, and I wanted to mention that an important feature of this podcast is that we deep dive into many topics at a time. Therefore, by stopping here, I recognize that there are probably a lot of questions, so stay tuned every Thursday and Sunday for new released episodes. Other than that, I'm going to leave you with the same message I leave you in every single one of these Dear Heart and the Brain podcast episodes. Keep that brain sharp, keep that heart healthy, and go dominate. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your attention. And above all, thank you for your interest in science.